Hello, hello, hello. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I'm your host, Ernie C. And my God, it has been a fucking minute, I will say. Like, the last time I recorded it was like two weeks ago. And it feels like I don't even know how to do this anymore. Like, I was just kind of stumbling on the sound check a little bit. But, like, it just didn't, like, I don't know. Just my fucking thoughts are, like, everywhere. And, you know, I don't have any notes today. And I just have a shit ton to talk about. Like, a shit ton. A lot has happened since I really last talked to you. Because for the last month or so, I've been talking to Terry. I mean, you guys heard the last couple episodes. And at least I think you guys kind of did. Maybe you just used it as background noise. And I don't blame you. Who wants to hear two morons fucking talk about their past, even though you can dig up so much fucking dirt on me? Well, or not dig up. You can just pretty much get dirt on me for free and listen to fucking... You don't have to do much digging on the last couple episodes. Like, I pretty much just put it all out there. Uh, what, What a fucking chaotic teenager I was, I guess. Well, not teenager, maybe late teens, early twenties, but my, my God, it's, it's always so much fucking fun doing an episode with a friend like Terry. Cause seriously, like we could have gone the Joe Rogan route. We could have done a podcast for like five fucking hours and like just talked about everything. I feel like there was so much missed that we could have talked about, but we were also on a time crunch the last couple episodes. Like, he had to go to work the first one. I had to go with my girlfriend on the second one. We were just, like, like so many uh, prior engagements. But we got it done. And we got two killer episodes out of it. And fuck. I, and, I mean, it's been a minute since I've heard from Angel. But he did send me a couple questions. Not questions. He's doing something different. I know that. Uh, I'll have to pull that up here in a little while, but it's not time for Angel's Corner. It's time for you to catch up with me because it has been a minute. Again, like I said, I just don't know how to do this anymore. I feel like the last month or so I've just been talking to a guy on my couch, you know, reflecting, thinking about where my life has led me, why it's led me here. But now I don't have to do that again. Now now I don't have to do that. Now I have to think about the last couple weeks and why I'm here. (laughs) But no, it's been a it's been an incredible past couple of weeks. Aside from you know recording with Terry, like it's been a it's been a great fucking couple of weeks. Like for starters, like well, for starters, my my girlfriend she blindsided me. She didn't break up with me, guys. So don't go fucking chasing after her. No, she did not break up with me, but she did blindside me. She randomly told me one night, I think we were just like fucking about ready to go to bed. (laughs) And she was just like, oh yeah, by the way, my mom and I are going to Reno in a few weeks. And I was like, oh, okay, well, shoot, I wish I could go. That'd be amazing to go. Like, it'd be amazing to have a fucking weekend in Reno with you. And she's like, well, do you want to go? And I was like, oh, well, how could I honestly say no? But other than the fact that I have my son on one of those days, but she goes, just make engagements with your ex-wife and make, make these, uh, engagements, make arrangements, not engagements. What the fuck? No arrangements with your ex-wife to where you can take them an extra day. Then you have the whole weekend. 
And, she, and you know what? It fucking worked because found out my ex-wife wanted to take my son camping that weekend. So I was like, yes. So your boy is going to Reno in a few weeks. And around episode, well, I don't want to say, but I think in the next few weeks, I might have to take a week off of the Still Waiting podcast just so I can go enjoy some time with my girlfriend and her mother in Reno and do some just enjoy a fucking nice weekend just enjoy jesus of course i didn't turn on my freaking do not disturb my dad's blown my phone up um no but i am just so excited you know she's like yeah it's just with with my girlfriend's crazy driving like i just would feel more comfortable if i took the wheel (laughs) because like my girlfriend she is a fucking psychotic driver i'm surprised i'm still in one piece to be honest but um no like it's gonna be so much fun and you know i haven't taken a nice road trip in a long time so it'll be a really nice road trip i've never been through klamath falls so we're gonna go through that way and obviously go through the mountains of california and nevada i believe um and then we're also i think we're gonna hit up lake tahoe i know that's not far from reno we're gonna do some sightseeing i think that her and her mom are going to a wedding so i'll get some alone time no not for hookers or jacking off or anything like that it's just i might just fucking roam the streets maybe go grab a bite to eat maybe gamble just do some sightseeing by myself hopefully i don't get stabbed Hopefully I'm not on the news somewhere. I don't know. Like, maybe I robbed a bank. You don't know. Um, But anything, I mean, it's almost like Vegas and Reno, right? I don't know. I've never really stopped by. I've drove by. Uh, One year when my ex-wife and I were driving to Vegas, we drove by Reno. Before before she hit the fan on the road and in the middle of the night, we were up in like 8,000 foot elevation and it was like a fucking blizzard. But we survived. And boy, that was a that was a story to tell. Uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm just super fucking stoked about um, hitting up Reno and actually staying there for the first time. Like I only drove by; I didn't get to see much when we actually drove by because it, you really can't see much when you're on a highway, um, especially towards the middle of the night. Uh but yeah, aside from going to Reno, I mean, not much has happened. Uh, gone on a few date nights. We actually, I finally, I finally got to see that movie I've been wanting to see for the last few months. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Or yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. That was a. I thought it was a great movie. I could. I looked at my girlfriend. She looked like, looked like she was about. She looked like she was bored out of her fucking mind. No, and it was a really interesting mo- movie. It was like a Rick and Morty come to real life, um, but you know, with an Asian family, and it was so it was creative. It was really creative. I give mad props to the actors and actresses. I don't know their names, but I did find out that uh, that movie is directed by the same director and actor of Kung Fu Hustle. And that is one of my favorite Asian movies of all time. Kung Fu Hustle. If you have not seen it, you guys need to see Kung Fu Hustle. It is hilarious. And don't watch the fucking dubbed over version. I found out that it's on Hulu the other day and I was going to watch it. Saw that it was dubbed over and you couldn't change it. 
and I immediately turned it off. It's not the same. You need to watch it in its original language, which is Chinese. And <laughs> maybe you have a vendetta with China, the whole COVID thing, but get over it and just watch fucking Kung Fu Hustle because it is hilarious. Like, the jokes are hilarious. The fighting's awesome. Um, just everything about that story. Like, it's cheesy. It's kind of slapstick in a way, but it's hilarious. Like, I remember the first time I saw that, I would think I was, like, in my teens, and I watched it with my dad and my stepmom. We were all, like, we could not breathe. We were laughing so fucking hard. Um, it was just the, the jokes, again, were hilarious. Uh, just, uh, just everything about that movie was top-notch. And, you know, I give the Koreans credit for making quality cinema, but Kung Fu Hustle, Kung Fu Hustle is Chinese quality cinema it is so fucking good um definitely an underrated movie and i think everybody in the world should check it out um but no we went to go see everything everywhere all at once and that movie was phenomenal i thought it was it told a great story it's it's all based in one day which is hard to believe it's like a two-hour movie and it's just like wait a minute it's just it literally is like everywhere but for some reason, the time frame is within a couple, maybe a half day, a full day. But it seems like you're going through such a fucking roller coaster of storyline, emotions, and all this stuff. And it just seems like that that all that stuff that's happening lasted a lifetime. And no, it's just it, it's like a half day, a full day in the story. Uh, but it it is a great movie. Again, my girlfriend, not a big fan. It's okay. You're not going to win everyone. She likes the Titanic. I think that movie's dog shit. And, you know, Bill Burr kind of reaffirmed my reasoning for not liking Titanic <laughs> because I watched a, a clip of his earlier today where, I don't know, a girl was reacting to his uh, his view on, like, um, women wanting to be the pay, paid the same as men and his view is hilarious like he says like i'll tell you why men women don't make as much as men it's because on the off chance we're on the titanic you get to leave with the kids while i get to stay behind and fucking die and it's like it makes sense like you might hate that viewpoint but it's true you know uh i i told the story really fucking stupid you know go listen to bill burr if you really want to laugh because it is a it is a great point with a lot of comedy behind it. Um, speaking of comedy, while I'm on that subject, another thing that happened to me, you know, this past Friday was the first Friday open mic or showcase, which I was on. However, uh, again, guys, not going well so far. But I, I did perform it, and it, it's not it wasn't me bombing. It wasn't like that. It wasn't a bomb. It's just the guy that books me, Andrew, love the guy. He's great, great comedy friend. Um, he, he's really really funny. He's helping me out by put by showcasing me and putting me on shows when he can. Um, but. I guess shit hit the fan with his Facebook page, with his with the promoting of the showcase. So it didn't get advertised. And nobody fucking showed up. Like, two people showed up, but he told them what happened, and they would be the only ones in the audience. 
And he was like, but you know, I'll comp you a ticket next month. And um, when the page is up and promoting again, and we'll get a bigger crowd here. And they decided to, you know, take the refund and come back next month. And so it was just me performing in front of Andrew and Angela. You know, I still got to do my fucking bits, my new bits. But it just sucks. Like, it's such a... Like, they laughed, of course, because, you know, they're really good friends. Well, I'll call them... They're they're acquaintances right now. They're they're business partners, (laughs) if if I must. Oh, shit. Oh. Intensified results for weekend situations for... No husbands ever once. Yeah, it's these fucking spam texts. Awesome. Saying I have a limp dick. Um... No, but I was, um, I was bummed. I was like, man, I just want an audience of like 10 fucking people at least. Because my last good show was a few months ago. It was like May or June. I don't remember. And it was when I got that too soon. That was such a fucking badge of honor to me. That it's just like, how am I going to get that feeling back? And... I thought with my new bits, like, especially in front of a crowd, I'd get some, that's fucking disgusting, that's, that's gnarly, why would you say that, that's wrong, you know, I want those things, not for shock value, just so I could say, like, to me, like, the more you can, not gross people out, but you can get a few gasps, but, like, I don't know, like, it's not a shock value thing, it's just, like, I want to know, like, I can be edgy and humorous. And, you know, I need a crowd of at least like 10 people, not fucking two people that I know, (laughs) but you know, they laughed and I mean, it is what it is. So I was going to take next month off, but since he told me what had happened, I'm not going to take next month off. I need that crowd there. I need to perform in front of a crowd. Can you guys believe this? I always say it. It's just like, it's blowing my fucking mind saying this right now that I need to perform in front of a crowd because when I started this show I was terrified of a crowd of two like performing in front of those two guys the other night Angela and Andrew it's like that would have made me shit my pants at the beginning of this podcast when I first started this whole podcast now I'm craving it like a fucking drug and I want at least 10 people and and Andrew, he's gonna he's trying to make something happen in McMinnville that I can go to on a Monday night, and he's doing shows all over Oregon and tr- like I tell I told him my availability. He knows I can perform. He's put me on a show before with an actual comedian, and that was such a blessing. Um, like he told me like and he wasn't shitting on angela in any way but it was before angela got there it made me it gave me kind of like a a boost in like not the ego but just just a boost in my uh like i can fucking do this um uh, because he was just like you know angela's funny and everything but it seems like you're ahead and i'm like oh well well thank you and he's like yeah he's and you know nothing against angela she is funny she's really really funny she just really needs, she's really note heavy. Like she has to look at her notes just to make sure she gets like the punchlines right. And, you know, nothing wrong with that. I mean, everybody has their own way in doing this. 
I that's not my way of doing it. Like when I first went up on stage, guys, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I went to, first went up on stage last December, like I took a set list with me, but I did not look at that set list. It was so weird. I missed jokes too. That was hilarious. Like I missed a couple of jokes that I was that I wanted to say, and I should have looked at that set list, but I never looked at it. And then from there on out, I just don't bring a set list with me. I just. I practice before I go in, I, and and I listen to it just to make sure I have it down, and then I just then I just see what happens when I go inside, and you know then I find out that only two people are going to show up, <laughs> but made it I don't know I just I'm craving it guys and the thing is maybe I'm not craving it enough because I don't go to any other open mics but if Andrew has an open mic in McMin- McMinnville. I'm going to start going to those and it could be, it's going to be like once a month like this one is. Um, but I think it's going to be on a Monday. So keep an eye out and look on PNW comedies, Facebook or whatever their website, pnwcomedy.com. Keep a lookout. Maybe I'll pop up, pop up on a show, uh, one of these days and maybe I'll be promoted and you'll see my name on a freaking, not a marquee, but on like a flyer or something. Uh, and you'll see my stupid, ugly mug, <clears throat> but yeah, that's what happened this past weekend. So that was the shitty part, but I am glad that I finally got my new stuff out there just to test it with Andrew and Angela, but I wanted to test it with an actual audience. I wanted to get that, especially my addition to my two girls, one cup bit, um, which involves Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and my own life. Um, and then, you know, just other jokes, uh, but yeah, that's, that's really, that's all that's really been going on. Uh, I've been training like a fucking madman lately too. Been training a couple of new people at work, but you know, I haven't really talked about work on this podcast in some months. It's been some months. I had that conversation with Terry where we figured out it is a small world that we knew a certain somebody that had passed away recently. Um, and it was, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, it seems like ever since he left that department, though, our department, it's like I haven't felt the need to bitch about work or even talk about it. But so it's been nice. But, you know, I mean, I just brought up the fact that I've been training a couple of new people. and it's, We all, it's so funny. We're all very personable people in my department. We get along with each other. We love each other. We're all super friendly with each other. Um, but the one thing we absolutely all see eye to eye on is uh, we hate training. Like, we love our alone time. We're all a bunch of loners once we're out on our route, and we love it. Because, I don't know, maybe it's horrible to be alone all the time in your job, but to us, it's like therapy. Maybe we're, like, talking to ourselves Maybe we're listening to, our, listening to ourselves on a fucking podcast. I don't know. But maybe we're, I don't know. We're, I listen to metal. I listen to podcasts. I listen to some, my podcast sometimes. I haven't listened to my podcast, by the way, like all the way through in a long time. Like I just listen to them like maybe the first 10, 20 minutes just to make sure the audio quality is good. And then I just like fucking like, okay, release it. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just rambling about a bunch of fucking nonsense. What else is going on in your life, Ernie? 
Um, oh, well, I'm going to go back to the whole Terry episode. You know, he recently moved to Minnesota to cut up dead bodies and whatnot, and what he likes to do. Uh, I had to check in on him last week. I just, like, I decided to shoot a text his way. I'm like, how's Minnesota? And he said exactly what I thought he would say. I fucking hate it. So, there's your uh, early warning, guys. Terry's coming back. I just know it. I have a feeling. I did extend an offer to him, though. I said, if he comes back, you know, my door is always open, too. I can use some help around the, with the with rent and certain bills. Wouldn't be much. Um, but uh, we'd also get our project started if he did live with me, which would be fucking cool. Um, but, no, like... I had to check in on him, see how Minnesota's treating him. It's it is what I thought it, it, it it's what I thought it would be, you know that he hates it. But however, he's got a year lease at his apartment, and he lives in the ghetto, and people at work suck. And it's like, oh, dude, come on, man, you should have just you should have just taken the hints. <laughs> but you know he's he's got to figure it out, and you know that's that's Terry's way. He's got to figure it out. I tried to tell him not to go to Barbados one year. He didn't listen to me, and he fucking hated it. I told him not to go to Florida. He hated it. Uh, But he's one of those guys that has to figure it out on his own and not listen to idiots like me. And it's okay, because I still love him like a brother, and he's always welcome back, especially in Oregon. No matter, like, if... 80% 80% of Oregon's population hates him because of all the women he's dated, all the women he has banged and dated. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm putting that, uh, that light on Terry. Um, but no, I, I'm, I miss him already. Even though I did, we didn't get to see each other that much over the last couple of years. It was just like incredible seeing him when I did and catching up, reminiscing and, I really wish we could have reminisced so much more because there was like so many stories we could have talked about, like the time I picked him and Matt up when they were high and drunk and I didn't believe them, or like I don't know the time we all walked to Alberto's. Did we talk about that on one podcast? I feel like we did talk about it on one podcast that we were drunk walking to Alberto's at like two in the morning and the cops like didn't stop us but they drove by us. And, like, flashed their lights at us, seeing what we were up to. But they didn't stop and ask. But I was, like, peeing every five minutes on the way. It was a journey, for sure. (laughs) Um, What else? I mean, we could have talked about so much more. We could have talked about the women we've dated in our lives. uh, The, I don't know, just the pranks we pulled on each other. The stories that Terry would tell us just that would have Matt and I crying and laughing. We could have gone on forever about like how he wanted to dress up as Santa Claus and assault a reindeer. <laughs> yeah, he, he would tell stories like that back in the day, and it was the funniest shit ever. Like I said, if anybody could ever be a stand-up comedian out of any of my friends, it would be him. 
Uh, because I mean, I'm I'm still blown away that I do it, but I think he would prevail if if we made this competition, he would win hands down, because he has some of the funniest stories. Couldn't could be totally embellished because that's Terry's like Burt Kreischer, he he might embellish a little bit as do I, but <laughs> it's like it's Terry. It's it's you just you just love him for who he is and the stories he has because they are they are really great stories and i and i i'm already marking mark mark my words guys like he will be back and we will do either more still waiting podcasts together or we'll get started on our new project together whatever that may that may be um let me just take a drink real quick all right got the pipes all lubed up now um <clears throat> yeah what else has been going on in the past couple weeks oh that's right i mean it's not really speaking of movies since i'm already off the subject about everything everywhere all at once but i'm going back on the subject i recently watched that new uh predator movie prey and it is fucking incredible like i thought it was amazing I wasn't much of a Predator fan. I, I do like the first one. I never watched really any of the sequels other than Alien vs. Predator. And that's really it. Like, I didn't really care to watch any of the other sequels. But the Arnold's, uh, Arnold's Predator is really good. And this new one is really good. This, like, origin story where it's, like, based in the Native American days back in, like, the 1700s. Um, it was a really well done movie. Very, uh, I think my biggest gripe, one of my biggest gripes is the kills weren't shown at that much. They were a little bit hidden and implied, but some of the kills were creative. Like, it was well done. And another gripe that I have about that movie was... uh, you know all the native americans i feel like if you want to be authentic at least make the native americans have a little bit of an accent they talk about as white as i do in this movie and then like the english settlers or the pilgrims whoever the fuck they were that come into the this uh that come into the movie a little bit later in in there like they have accents they're the ones with accents that either have english accents they have european accents and they even like speak a different language at one point whether whether it be like welsh or fucking russian they speak a different language and the native americans they talk about as white as i do it it just that was like a little bit of a gripe i had but it's, it's a predator movie it's not really meant to be authentic authentic storytelling it's just meant to be like fantasy, sci-fi, horror, thriller, was suspense, whatever. And it it was a good movie. I re- like the previews made it intriguing, you know. Um, so I mean, everybody was talking about it, like, okay, are you gonna watch the new Predator movie? And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna. I woke up early the other day when it came out. My son was still asleep. I was like, I'm gonna check this movie out, and I enjoyed it. Great storytelling, all that jazz. It was really, really well done. I do recommend people go watch it. Um, it's on Hulu. 
so you can watch it for free or however much you pay for Hulu. Uh, they should they should have released that in theater though. I think that would have been a better thing to do and get some more money through the, the- theatrical release. And while I'm on the subject, one last uh, one last thing. Well, no, I have a few more things before I get into Angel's Corner. But while I'm on the subject of movies, has anybody seen the trailer for Halloween Ends? It's a short-ass trailer, but it looks good. <sighs> there, there goes my boner for Michael Myers again. My goodness. Like, like I'm excited just because I want to see how this is supposedly all going to come to an end. Because I've been a fan for the last 30 years of my life of this story. Even though it's 40-some years old. Um, but I remember watching the first one as a kid. I'd be like seven eight years old and i always looked at michael myers and i wondered what was up with his face why didn't he have eyes why were his eyes black and you know later i found out oh it's a mask um but no it was like i was so enthralled like i was so intrigued by like the stalking the suspense the like the kills that weren't really like seen like it was almost like that predator movie like, there were kills, but yeah, there were barely any, like, blood. There wasn't, like, much gore, blood, guts. Um, but, like, it's just, I love Michael Myers. He's the OG slasher. And people, you know, I feel like, I feel like people don't give him enough props. But there are people like Terry and people like... There are people out there that just see Michael Myers as overrated. And to them, I say, fuck you. Um, no, I'm just joking, Terry. I'm not calling you out personally, bro. Uh, but no, I'm just so excited for October 14th, 15th, whenever that movie comes out. This this next few months, these next few months are just going to be absolutely incredible. I have... Reno coming up in a few weeks and then the next the the following week I have I'm gonna go see TLC and do some stand-up in front of a, a crowd I hope and the week after that I'm gonna go watch WWE Monday Night Raw in Portland with my dad and then a few weeks later you know Slipknot's album comes out which I'm super stoked about that and then a few weeks later Halloween Ends comes out with the new Lorna Shore album oh and then also in October, I'm gonna go see Lamb of God with Alicia, with Lamb of God with Killswitch Engage and and Spirit Box and Fit for an Autopsy. That's gonna be an incredible show at the Moda Center. And then, and then in a month later, we are gonna go. I knew. See, I said a few weeks ago I would stop talking about Lorna Shore, but they just keep releasing bangers, and then they keep releasing news about their album and tours and they're fucking coming back to Portland again and Alicia and I are going and it's just going to be incredible. I cannot wait because not only is Lauren Shore coming back to Portland, but they're bringing Angel Maker with them again because they were on the Chaos and Chaos and Carnage tour the that this past spring that Alicia and I went to. And we got to see Angel Maker, Lorna Shore, Upon a Burning Body, uh, fuck, Signs of the Swarm, uh, Distant, like, 
we saw all these bands and it was incredible to see angel maker and Lorna shore and i'm excited to see angel angel maker and Lorna shore again i am just so fucking thrilled because i have had angel maker they're they're a good band i do really really like them however however they have one of the most incredible you can call it a breakup song you could call it a divorce song but it is a song that hits really it really hits home to me i read the lyrics recently and i just i'm gonna be screaming that song with them when because i know that's how they end their set they always end it with the song called leech and i'm gonna be screaming that fucking song because those lyrics man if you just read them like you'll be like oh god damn like yeah this is this is a pretty nasty like breakup song it's not like calling them a bitch or anything it's just like look kind of like this this is what you did to me this is how you fucked with my head and like i don't know it's just it's a it's a great song and i'm going to be screaming it to the rooftop and hopefully get on the mic with them i know i'm probably not going to get on, probably not going to get on the mic with Lauren Shore because that's one band i can't imitate i try my hardest in the car and it it never works out <laughs> but uh no it's just i'm just so excited for the next few months cuz it's going to be busy it's going to be eventful i'm going to see a lot of things that i haven't seen and hear a lot of things I haven't heard, and just do a lot of things that I have have yet to do in my life, like go to Reno. That's the first thing I'm gonna do in a few weeks, and I'm just I'm so fucking thrilled. I am so thrilled. Like, oh, that's right. I want. I feel like I needed to clarify something about the last episode. Because it made because I listened to one part of it, and <laughs> it made me it made me laugh. But I was like, man, I sound like a totally total fucking like douchebag cunt because I'm like sitting there calling my girlfriend the one because basically she spoils me, and that's not the reason I said she was the one. I just I just threw that out there. Like she takes care of me. Like she makes me like no like it's nothing like that. It's like I feel like she is the one because she could. She could just accept some, she could love somebody for, or she could want a successful man. Um, yeah, that makes more money than her or makes about as much as her or like, I don't know, but she just really just accepts me for who I am. And it's not, and I also like said, like, I'm a poor piece of shit. No, it's not that either. Like, like. I think she just sees how I am, like how I carry myself. And like, though I do shit on myself a lot, that's not showing her that I don't, that I lack confidence. Like I might, I might shit on myself to you guys and it might come off as a total turnoff to you guys that like I shit on myself so much, but it's not because I like, I have, I lack confidence. It's more just like, eh, it's just, we all do that to ourselves. We all like, it's self deprecation and we just kind of like either you accept it I don't know. Maybe I'm just rambling on about nothing just to fill in time. But no, it's just like, I feel like she's a good person. She's an amazing person. And I, it's not, be, it's not because she fucking spoils me. I just, let's just get that clear right now. <laughs> she does because I take care of her too, but you know, she, she does take care of me quite a bit. Now she doesn't pay my bills or anything. 
she just likes to go on date nights and you know sometimes sometimes i'm a little hard up for cash and i'm like okay like i don't really know what you want to do she's like don't worry like i'll i'll take care of it i'm like okay like yesterday though like i took her out i took her out golfing that's what that's another thing we did and i paid for it with my own fucking money um <laughs> but no it's just like uh i just wanted to clarify it's not because she, like i feel like she spoils me I'm, I'm that's just yeah yeah i just wanted to clarify <laughs> now that i got that out of my my system um wow i'm already 36 minutes in jesus christ let's might as well get into angel's corner i don't know how long this is gonna take because angel did something a little bit different and i'm gonna have to check that out here in a minute or here in a second um because it wasn't your typical angel's corner uh let's see here that's what he did never have i ever's but let's oh okay yeah wait a minute oh okay yeah there's there's quite a bit of stuff a few articles but then he goes into um he goes into never have i ever's um let's see here oh here's this whole britney griner thing with chris farley <laughs> remember that time you were protesting against uh the united St states and didn't want the national anthem played at any of your games and now you're in a you're in prison in Russia and want the United States to save you. That was awesome. Back in the Chris Farley days, that skit is so fucking funny. But it's so true. I don't, you know, this is the first time I've ever known a WNBA player's name. I didn't know that fucking, who the, who Brittany Griner was. But now we're supposed to feel bad for her because she's in a Russian pr prison. But like, I heard beforehand, like, she would shit all over the U.S. No, fuck you. Like, now you're begging the company, the the company, the country you shit on for the last few years of your life. Now you want them to come save you? No, fuck you. I heard she got nine years. I hope she has fun. Um, for whatever, for for having weed or some shit. That's what she gets. You know. I I, I hate to I hate to sound like an asshole, but that's what you fucking get. I I didn't know who you were. And you know what? I'm gonna sleep just fine at night, knowing you're, knowing you're either free from Russia or you're in a Russian prison. I'm not. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um. Built in. Wait a minute. He sent me like a TikTok. I don't fucking do TikTok, Angel. Let's see here. Uh, I feel like I have to replay this. I saw this on TikTok and went to visit the Haunted University in Brownsville, Texas. I saw this on... Uh, I don't know what to think. Uh, Angel says, I actually went there and filmed this. What do you think? Built in... The, ah, God damn it. I don't know what to think of this, man. Ah... Uh, I'm a little iffy on haunted places. Sometimes I think they're full of shit. Okay, here's an article. Mike Tyson, my expiration, Mike Tyson thinks he's going to die really soon. My expiration date is coming close. And Angel asks, do you think he is actually right? What if it comes true? Well, the thing is, we're all going to die. Mike Tyson's approaching 62. 
So, like, yeah, his time is a lot closer than, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It should be a lot closer than my time, but then again, we could die at any moment in our lives. Uh, I could die tomorrow, to be honest, but I don't want to. I want to see my kid graduate. Uh, speaking of, my kid's starting school. He's starting like a jumpstart kindergarten tomorrow, just for a week, and then next month he starts going to school. I'm probably going to start crying this week because my kid is becoming a big, big boy, and he's my only son, and he's probably going to be my only son, but... It's just, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough week this week. <laughs> but uh, no, back to Mike Tyson. not making this about myself. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I see Mike Tyson die in the next 10, 20 years. You know, I mean, he's he's done a lot of crazy shit in his life. He's lived a crazy life. But that crazy life led him to, like, stardom and being the baddest man on the planet. Speaking of him, speaking of Mike Tyson, I, I, I finally read the last chapter of Tom Segura's book today, and it's about meeting Mike Tyson, and it's a hilarious story that you guys need to hear or read. You can read it in his book, or you can watch the his comedy special, Mostly Stories, and he tells about he tells the story about meeting Mike Tyson. So fucking funny! It is hilarious. All right, moving forward. Uh, Vince McMahon retires as chairman and CEO of WWE. WWE. What are your thoughts about this? Is it for the best or is WWE going to suck? Um, I think given the allegations, I mean, I don't know if anybody knows other than Angel and I, but Vince McMahon got outed a couple weeks ago for paying hush money and signing, making women sign NDAs of all the women he's banged and he's like shelled out like 12 to 15 million dollars just to shut them up over the years but um yeah then his retirement all of a sudden came out so it was like yeah he's obviously gotten a lot on his plate and it's probably for the better i mean it sucks that you know like i held him to such a put him on like a pedestal of greatness because he he pretty much made that company huge put put them on the fucking scene and made them like pop, pop culture icons made stone cold in the rock like pop culture icons and now he's facing uh, the me too movement now that covid's like gone me too is coming back um it sucks it does sucks seeing that because like man like i said i held him to such a high standard but it didn't surprise me either because he's a man of he's in a position of power. He's a billionaire and he's worth a bunch of um he's like worth like 2 billion and it's like that with money comes power that kind of power and like that that craving for lust even though you're married you're like, "Well, I can just bang a couple broads and pay them to sh- to shut up." But it still get outed. But um, it sucks. But I don't know if you watched SummerSlam, Angel, but I did. I thought it was incredible with the new direction that they're going with Triple H as the guy, the head of creative, and Stephanie as the CEO, Vince's daughter stepping in as the CEO. Like, I think WWE is going to come back and 
come back with the force. I I don't know if AEW should be worried, but I feel like WWE is on the path to come to greatness again into being iconic. And with Triple H at the at the forefront of the of uh creative like that's incredible. Like I think if, if anybody knows how to make stories happen, it's him. He had such incredible storylines um when he was wrestling. So I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. And like I said, if you didn't watch SummerSlam, you're fucking crazy. Like that made me that pay-per-view made me a WWE fan again. Cuz I mean, I I'm a fan. I'm a casual fan now. Like I used to be like a hardcore fan. But watching that pay-per-view made me kind of like, oh my god, like they know how to fucking put on a show again. Like it's been forever because it seems like it's been a good show with quite a few circus acts. This was like very little circus acts and put on like a front-to-back incredible show. Like every match was really, really good. And there was a lot of oh my god moments and... It was just really, really good, and now I'm like, now I'm pumped to go watch it in Portland. I'm so stoked to go watch it with my dad and see what happens in September. I think it's after they come back from England or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited. And, again, sucks for Vince, but I think it's for the better. For the better of the business, it's for the, yeah, it's for the better. All right. New York is getting more crazier by the minute. Who do you got, rat or pigeon? Well, I hear rats fuck pigeons up. Rodent and bird fight to the death on New York City sidewalk. Uh, I think the rats always win. I think. I'm not sure. I, I'll probably put my money on the rat. But I, th- I think I saw a video similar to this on Nature is Metal, the Instagram page. That that page is so fucked. There's so there's so much like I thought I'd be grossed out or like man this is too fucked up to watch, but it's just like the circle of life in in the jungle, and you see a lot of fucked up shit. But there is a couple moments where I was like oh man that just kind of broke my heart because like like I saw a video an air, almost like an aerial view of uh a moose and it's two like little mooses like the kids just like drinking water minding their own business next thing you know you see a bear kind of like creeping up on them and sure enough the bear runs off with one of the kids and to devour Ish. yeah i mean that's just a part of life though part of life in the jungle all right, breaking news. The World Health Organization has declared monkeypox a public health emergency of international concern. It's the second time the World Health Organization has declared a global emergency in two years. Yeah, fuck them. They're retarded. Uh, monkeypox is an STI, basically. Do your research, people. It's mainly amongst the gay community i'm not i'm not saying it's solely on the gay community because look at aids aids was aids was uh put on the gays for like a good chunk of the 80s and 90s next thing you know heterosexual people are are getting it you're like oh well how did this happen it's because guys were dipping their sticks in both ponds and shit happens so 
Um, I think it's retarded that it, they would declare it a public health emergency. It's so stupid. Uh, it's definitely not COVID. COVID sucked. Don't get me wrong. And monkeypox looks like it sucks. But it seems like it's running rampant in the gay community. But yeah, I, I don't know. Let's read the let's read what the article says. The World Health Organization has declared a global emergency for the second time in two years. In just a few weeks, monkeypox has spread to dozens of countries and infected tens of thousands of people. WHO Director General Tedros Adhanom, whatever the fuck that name is, uh, declared it a public health emergency of international concern on Saturday, a designation that is currently used for only two diseases, COVID and polio. Over 16,000 cases of monkeypox have been reported outside of Africa, roughly five times as many as when the advisors met in June. In the United States, nearly 3,000 cases have been reported, including two children, but the real toll is likely to be much higher as testing is only now being ramped up. There are about as many cases in Britain and Spain, with the rest of the spread across roughly 70 countries. It's fucked up. That's really fucked up that it got to children. Um, I, I mean, you really have to question how children got it. Two children got monkeypox. Don't fucking tell me it's not. It's because they just fucking touched a guy. No, some shit was going on. And they, those people, those kids need to be investigated. Not the kids, but anybody that's been in contact with those kids needs to be investigated. Um, and then Angel asks, have you heard anything for Sam Hospital? Um, no. And I don't care. I really don't fucking care. Like, COVID, like, desensitized me. Sure, I empathize with people that get these diseases, these viruses, it should never happen. I think, yeah, it sucks. But I just don't believe what we're being told anymore. It's hard to believe anything, honestly. What's next? A vaccine for fucking monkeypox? And then, who knows, 20 million people die because of it? It somehow causes, like, intense uh, strokes or fucking cardiac arrest i don't know it's basically what the whole covid vaccine is it's like just myocarditis in a fucking shot um then again i'm i talk out of my ass a lot guys so i'm not a fucking medical professional if you take the vaccine cool um all right now we're doing the never have i ever questions i don't have beer angel so i'm just gonna take a sip of my crystal light here um, never have I ever eaten someone else's lunch from the fridge, office fridge. I don't think I have. Uh, kudos to me, right? Being a fat fucker like me, you'd think I would eat somebody's lunch. <laughs> never have I ever played strip poker. Ooh, well, I have. All right. Never have I ever peed in a pool. I mean, what? We've all peed in a pool. We were all kids swimming in a pool at one point in our lives. Yeah, fucking peed in a pool. Uh, never have I ever fallen asleep in public. Ooh, I gotta drink. 
does does camping count? Because that's basically a public thing. But no, I lived in my car at one point in my life. <laughs> um, long, long, long time ago. Um, it was only for like a week. Um, never have I ever lied on a resume. Well, yeah, I have. It's not really I lied. I basically lied on my objective just to make myself sound like smart and cool. Um, never have I ever drunk dialed an X. I have not done that. Mm, no, I don't think I've ever drunk dialed an X. Never have I ever had a one night stand. How many sips should I take with this one? <laughs> um, Jesus, yeah. I, my 20s was full of those. My early 20s was full of one night stands. Uh, never have I ever read a partner's text messages. You know what? I haven't. No matter my suspicions, I never want, even if I have gut feelings, I don't want to investigate. Like, especially if I care too much about this person, I won't investigate. Like, I don't want to fucking find out. Either they're going to break my heart and tell me, but I don't want to break my own heart and find out. Like, that. I don't know, it's weird like that. Like... Yeah, I, I I respect my partner's privacy. I really do. I mean, sometimes like I'll see like my girlfriend who's texting my girlfriend. Like I'll like look, as she like looks down at her phone, I'll like glance over and see who's texting her. But it's not me like wanting to read her messages or anything because she does that way harder than I do. Like any text message, she's like immediately on me. I'm like the fuck do you like are you insecure about like are you suspicious of me but no like i just don't read my partner's texts it's not my business if they want to make it my business fine um never have i ever sang in public oof dude come on how many with how many shows i've been to i want to actually start doing karaoke now like i was thinking about that the other day not the other day probably the last couple months I've been thinking about it. Like, I think if I th- oh, it was, that's right. It was when we were in uh, Lincoln City. My my girlfriend and I, with her kids, I went to go grab some food at a shitty dive bar, and they were having a karaoke night, and people sucked. <laughs> I was like, and it ga- and it gave me hope. Like, oh, or not hope, but give me encur- it encouraged me to try it one day, because. I don't think I'm a good singer. I've been told and I'm all, I'm a pretty good singer like on certain songs. I don't think I sound good. I think I I think I sound retarded, but <laughs> I'll have to give it a shot one of these days. I would love to try karaoke now. I mean, I do fucking comedy in front of people. Why not sing? Um never have I ever sent a stranger a drink. I have not. I mean, I I wasn't big on the bar scene. I got my drunken days out of the way early. And, I mean, though I have been drunk and I've gotten drunk at many bars, it's, like, the second I turned 21, I wasn't a big fan of the bar scene. Like, I went maybe for a couple months. And I was like, all right, this is kind of lame now. Like, I don't know. And all I did was drink with my friends or, and I would just like be a creep and look at girls and like oh wow she's hot okay and then just kind of like 
talk to my friends. <laughs> uh, uh, never have I ever accepted a drink from a stranger. I have not. I'm not what I mean. My girlfriend, she's she's so sweet. She calls me beautiful. She says if I wasn't, if I was anywhere else other than Oregon, I would have been snagged up by so many girls, because like, I don't I don't talk to girls. I've never been one to just approach a girl in public and be like, hey, can I buy you a drink, or like a, some shitty pickup line like, oh yeah, let me see your freaking tag, or hey, does this smell like chloroform to you? Um, no, it's like. <laughs> No, none of that shit. Like, I just mind my own business, do my own thing, and if a girl wants to talk to me, I'll talk to her. Um, but, yeah, it's I don't know where I was going with that, but I just, yeah. <laughs> but she, but oh, that's right. That's that's where I went with, that's where I was going. It's like, no stranger here in Oregon has ever bought me a drink. And like made made moves on me like oh you're a very very cute guy my according to my girlfriend i'm beautiful she's so fucking hilarious um but yeah she believes if i were anywhere else other than oregon i'd be snagged up immediately all right never have i ever been nude in public how many times should i sip that jesus Never have I ever dated or hooked up with someone 10 years older. I'm not sure. The girl I was seeing before my girlfriend, she was nine years older than me. So, ha! I think I'm good. Never have I ever dated or hooked up with someone five years younger. or uh, You mean five years or younger? Uh, wait a minute. Never have I ever dated or hooked up with someone five years younger. Oof. Uh, I'll just drink because, yeah. There was a dark time after my divorce. <laughs> um, not a dark time. It was just like, you know, never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna justify this story. Like those who know now. <laughs> Never have I ever convinced a friend to dump a partner. Uh, successfully? Because I've tried. I've tried. I just I don't think it's successfully now. So I'm not going to drink to that. And plus, I'm, I'm, I'm down to like the bare bottom of my, my crystal light here. Um, yeah, you have to clarify that one, Angel. Have I ever convinced a friend to dump a partner? Not successfully, no. Um, never have I ever been someone else's alibi. I have not. I actually had to clarify that one with my girlfriend. I'm like, what does that mean? And she told me. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. No, I've never done that. Um, never have I ever snitched on someone else at work. No, I have not. You know, snitches end up in ditches or snitches get stitches i i'm not a by the book employee as long as you do your work and do it at least decent enough to where the job gets done and nobody gets hurt like then you're not i'm not gonna snitch on you at all however if you're a shitty worker then i might have to say something 
Um, never have I ever called a partner the wrong name. I almost have. I almost have. And it's not because, like, I'm thinking of somebody else. It's just, like, I don't know why. Like, it just, like, it almost has slipped out. And then I catch myself. I'm like, like, I bite my tongue immediately. But, no, I have never called a partner by the wrong name. Never have I ever thought a friend's baby was ugly. No, my friends all, like, all my friends that have kids have cute kids. Like... Most babies, most newborn babies look like fucking aliens. I'm not going to lie. So I can see why certain women will think like the abortion's the right thing to do because some babies do look like aliens. I think I think abortion's fucked up. And I mean no matter how ugly the baby is, but I get it. It's just it's fucked up. Um but no. I've never thought a friend's baby was ugly. I have seen some fucking ugly babies, though. Never have I ever ha- had a lucid dream. Let me... I want to I wanna be clear on this one. What is a lucid dream? What is a lucid dream? A lucid dream is a type of dream in which the dreamer becomes aware that they are dreaming while dreaming. During a lucid dream, the dreamer may gain some amount of control over the dream character's narrative. Or, inv- uh, however, this is not actually necessary for a dream to be described as lucid. What do lucid dreams do? Lucid dreams might help your waking life with benefits like less anxiety. The sense of of control you feel during a lucid dream may stay with you, and make make you feel empowered when you're aware that you're in a dream you can shape the story in the ending oh yeah i've had plenty of those i've had plenty of lucid dreams um yeah i'm not gonna go into those but yeah never have i ever flashed someone Ugh, i gotta take a drink there like i actually just told a story to my girlfriend the other day about flashing somebody as a kid as a kid not a grown adult. Um, never have I ever mooned someone. <sighs> Fucking A. God damn. That's my last sip. I'll just tell you if I have or haven't. Um, but yeah, I've mooned. I flashed. I'm retarded. Never have I ever lied to my best friend. <sighs> Do little lies count? Because I feel like I have. I'm not sure what it was, but I feel like I have lied to everyone I've come into contact with. <laughs> like, just at least just a little. Maybe I lied about my weight. Maybe I lied about my dick size. I don't know. Um, but I feel like I have. I'm not sure. Never have I ever had a road rage incident. Dude, yes, I have. That's hard to do. That's hard not to do. When your job is on the road all the fucking time. Dude, I, I I don't even care anymore that I'm in a marked car with my freaking hospital's name on it. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, what the fuck are you doing? Are you retarded? Like, my arms are flailing. I'm not, I don't, I don't go the route of flipping people off in a marked car. I might do it in my own car, but I, I hold back on the flipping off. Um, but, 
they can clearly see a big brown dude in their rear view just like fucking looking like King Kong in the driver's seat like Rah! um but yeah definitely I've had road rage incidents um oh, whoops never have I ever held a grudge longer than a year oof I feel like I still kind of subtly hold a grudge against my ex-wife so yeah I would drink to that um, and it's not because we're divorced. It's just, it's uncomfortable to me. It's just like the whole, like when I was talking to Terry last, it's like, yeah, we're civil towards each other, but it's just like, I, I am, I, I just, I'm civil for my kid, but inside I'm like, I want to rip her fucking face off, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is, guys. It could be the whole we're divorced thing, but. It's just like, ugh, ugh, why did I waste my time on you? Um, what she probably says about me, too. It's fine. Never have I ever blabbed something I swore to secrecy. No, I'm good with secrets for the most part. Like, I don't spill the beans on anybody. Like, like Alicia, Terry, they could tell me they, something that they do not want out to anyone and I and I won't tell I mean I'm usually really good with secrets um all right never have I ever snooped through a friend's room cabinets or property nope not a friend's <laughs> not a friend's um and you don't have to invest investigate the you don't have to go in depth on on that one guys uh yeah Never have I ever blamed a fart on a pet. No, I always blame it on somebody else. Like, I blame it on Jordan. I blame my I blame my kid whenever I fart. I'll, I'll fart as loud as possible, and then I'm like, Jordan! And he's like, that wasn't me! Just screams it. It's hilarious. Oh, well, no. speaking of my son, he's, like, speaking of something like that, my son cracked me up, by the way, the other night. It made me fucking die laughing. We were, like, off to bed. We just, it was a long day. We're ready for bed, and he still sleeps with me, guys. Like, he still sleeps in my bed with me. I figure I live alone. He, the kid doesn't want to sleep alone, like, ever. He's only slept in his bed one time since I've been here. Um, but he, we were, like, lying down, and he looks at me and goes, Dad, can you please stop breathing while you're sleeping? And I'm like, what do you mean? I, I'm like, I have to breathe, son. Like, I need to breathe to live. Why would you want me to stop breathing? He goes, because you're so loud. And you wake me up in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh, you mean snoring. <laughs> and it just, it, I just started dying laughing. Made me fucking crack up. All right. Jesus Christ. All right. We got a few more of these to go. Never have I ever Googled someone before a date. No, I don't, I'm not that smart. I'm not smart enough. I'm not smart enough to Google anybody. They've probably I've probably been Googled numerous times on a date. Like making, I've probably had background checks ran on me, um, which I don't blame you. You know, women can't be too uh, can't be too cautious out there with us dudes. Um, never have I ever regifted something. I don't believe so. No, I, I can't recall a time I ever have. Never have I ever crashed a party or a wedding. Nope, I've never done that. Never have I ever paid for adult content. 
Now, as a strip club, I mean, that's that's adult content. It might not be like porn porn. It's, it's in your face, though. You're, pay, you're paying for some titties. Um, and some booty. Um, you know, I have. I have paid for adult content. But if you're talking about porn porn... Um, yeah, I can't recall a time I have. I mean, with Pornhub and all that shit, all that free shit that's on the internet, come on, why pay for it? Uh, never have I ever hooked up with someone of the same sex or gender. I have not. No, I have not. Nope. Not this guy. No matter how many times you believe I'm gay, it's not true. I'm all about the women and I don't like, yeah, <laughs> that's not convincing enough for any Jesus Christ. No, I've not hooked up with someone of the same sex or gender. Jesus. Um, never have I ever done a drive by of an ex or a crush's house. Uh, well, I haven't definitely haven't shot up an ex or a crush's house, but I know what you mean. An actual drive by where you're kind of like kind of stalking them not stalking it's like a subtle stock no i've never done that um not that i recall i'm i if i have it might have been subconsciously and unintentional um but no i can't recall a time where i ever did a drive-by of an ex or a crush's house never have i ever danced in the rain i don't think i have i mean i've done some stupid shit i probably have danced in the rain though as a kid or something when you're a kid playing in the rain was so much fun so i'm pretty sure i danced in the rain as a kid uh never have i ever joined the mile high club i have not though i've wondered like i'm too fat to fit in those stalls to fit in those bathrooms in an airplane it would be uncomfortable Never have I ever been dumpster diving. No. I don't... I'm almost certain. I'm like... There's a part of me that wants to say kind of. (laughs) When I worked at Denny's. But no, like... Not for what you think. I wasn't like fucking foraging for food or anything like that. It was just... I I don't know. (laughs) Never have I ever picked up a hitchhiker. No, I have not. And last one, last but not least, finally, we are at the end. Never have I ever seen something creepy while using public transportation. Uh, I can't recall. So I'm going to just say no. Hmm. Yeah, I can't recall. I mean, no, I don't know if it's anything creepy. Yes, this is a story I wanted to tell. I remember seeing that question a few weeks ago and thinking like, oh, yeah, I was in New York for wrestlemania 29 and i remember using the subway there and i didn't see anything creepy i just saw something annoying and i almost probably made a i almost made a scene but i decided to suck it up i'm in new york i could get killed if i make a scene uh but we were done with the event and we were heading back to the city from the event and we were getting on the subway in the middle of the night heading back and all of a sudden the train stops and we're all quiet like it's funny like we were in the fucking cab that was 
so fucking quiet. Like, not uh, you could hear a pin drop in this fucking subway. Well, my dad's sitting across from me. I'm, I'm like, standing up, holding on to a bar, and there's a guy that's drunk as fuck next to me, hiccuping. And, and the funny thing is, the train ended up stopping for, like, a half hour because it was waiting for other trains to come out of the tunnel. And here we are in the middle of the night in the, the quietest fucking cab of the subway. And there's a guy just in my ear. Hiccup. 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 And it was like, no joke, every couple of seconds. And I was like, I want to fucking knock this guy out. <laughs> like, I don't know why I thought of that story when I got when I read that question a few weeks ago. But it's just like. I can't say it was creepy, but it drove me absolutely fucking insane. And I was just like, I just want to knock this drunk asshole out. I want him done. But I didn't. I kept my cool, and I made it out of New York alive. All right. That'll do it for Angel's Corner. I didn't even do the intro for Angel's Corner. Angel Banuelos. Banuelos. Thank you, dude. I'm sorry I haven't responded to your questions in a couple weeks you know had my boy here shooting the shit with talking all sorts of nonsense and you might have heard it you might not have i don't care but <laughs> i love you for sending the questions anyway dude and you're welcome to send more questions again now like because i'm it's just gonna be me for a while until someone says hey can i do the podcast with you someday um but yeah that's it that's going to be the podcast, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this one. Um, but if you haven't listened to the last couple ones, I, I really implore you, implore you do, to do. Like I, I want you to go listen to those, those episodes because those were some of my favorite episodes, especially the last one with Terry. Part two was fucking amazing. All the, that reminiscing was so good. But uh, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go see the girlfriend. She's finally started unpacking. It's only been a month since she's moved. <laughs> um, so we've been walking through her apartment with boxes everywhere for the last month. But uh, I'm going to go see the progress she's made and go hang out with her, hang out with her mom, see what they're doing. And, yeah. And on that note, I'm going to get out of here and hope you guys have a good week, have a good work week, have a good weekend. Don't sweat your balls off too much out there. I've had major swamp ass and tit sweat for the last couple weeks because the heat waves. Um, but I'm going to get out of here. And I'll, I will talk to you guys next week. All right. God bless you. Take care. <laughs>